You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey guys, Roger here. Thanks again for tuning in. You know, I don't need to tell anyone that technology keeps moving forward at light speed, and there's always a new opportunity or a new solution to help you run a stronger restaurant business. And now, during this unprecedented crisis, is more important than ever to look at solutions that'll help you stay relevant with your customer, relevant with your consumer. So I'm really excited to be speaking today. My guest, Tasso Rumaliotis, has created a technology that allows you to keep in touch with your customer through an artificially intelligent-based business messaging system. I'm talking about keeping them informed, your customers, of change of hours or menu updates or even answering the phone or answering texts. And the incredible thing is it's even the artificial intelligence part that it answers frequently ask questions. Okay. So stay tuned. This is going to be a fascinating episode. The company is called NUMA. My guest Tasso is going to take us through his background, not only um, as a graduate of the Harvard Business School, but founding an Inc. 500 company, his work in finance, his work in technology, which ultimately led to this solution for your business. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and these are topics that help businesses rock their brands, deliver amazing guest service experiences, and implement technology that will improve their business. With me today is Mr. Tasso Rumeliotis, and he is the co-founder of a company called NUMA, and this is especially relevant today because his company offers literally a virtual business answering service. And with the COVID-19 crisis changing everybody's business model upside down, it is a perfect time to speak with Tasso. Tasso, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks again. I mean, again, this is highly relevant because this crisis is affecting every business, literally globally. It's affecting employees. It's, It's affecting customers. I mean, I don't need to go on and on because it's on the news every minute. But as a business, as a restaurant, we are simply trying to survive. And some businesses have been forced to close and others are pivoting their business models. And everybody needs to communicate with their customer. And that's literally where NUMA comes in. Am I correct? Yes. I mean, we definitely are trying to help uh, particularly small businesses, Main Street businesses that are the most affected right now. Um, It's definitely what we're looking to do. Well, let's talk about NUMA because it is an artificial intelligence-enabled business messaging platform, as I understand it. So before we get into all of that and talk about what NUMA does, can you please describe for the audience, for those of us who may be unaware, what exactly is artificial intelligence? Uh, So artificial intelligence tries to take uh, what we as humans, as kind of homo sapiens, and the sapien effectively being the intelligent part of uh, of kind of of, of our uh, uh, class, uh, and bring and and allow computers to do that for you in the in in the simplest terms. So there are certain things that we do as humans, like we're answering questions or making different kinds of decisions. Uh, And what AI or artificial intelligence can do is it can program a computer. Uh, to do that for you. Uh, and some of the more uh, cutting edge and advanced areas is an area called machine learning, which is also a pretty uh, topical buzzword right now. What machine learning does is just like we as humans learn, you know, through trial and error, how to ride a bike, for example, when we were like, you know, 
five, six years old. Machine learning does the same kind of thing, but with a computer. So it builds what's called a neural network. And just like our brains use kind of neural connections to determine what it's, you know, how, you know, how to effectively uh, stand up on a bike and how to you know, use the pedals to propel ourselves forward. The computer can use that kind of information to learn effectively in the case of what we do about your business. So if you answer as an owner back to a customer and some of the customer asks, you know, do you have high chairs for my baby? Uh, and you answer that a few times in a particular way, the machine can learn that and then automatically answer that for you. So those are some of, some of the services, if you will, that we provide for businesses, helping them uh, learn from things that from, from answers and information they're already giving back to their customers. We can learn and then automate that for them. So the business, so those basic questions become automatic answers for consumers. Boy, technology continues to move forward at a lightning speed rate. And it's amazing that, you know, you've come up with this technology. We're going to get into all the ins and outs of what it does and how it works. But as I mentioned before, it's more important now than ever to continue to communicate and keep your customers informed and aware of what's happening at your business. And Numa and Tasso are going to tell us exactly how that works. But before we go there, I want you to stay tuned to the episode because Tasso and Numa are offering a very generous offer to allow your business uh, this technology on a free basis for a limited time during this crisis. So we'll get into all of that. But first of all, Tasso, um, you've got a very impressive background. It begins with the Harvard Business School, arguably one of the top MBA programs in the country. You have a finance background with some very prestigious firms. You founded a company called Location Labs, which you've sold for significant um, you know, return on your initial investment. And you've got a tech background. So where did you switch after that you know, impressive start to a career and then start to develop the ideas for NUMA? Like, where did that brainchild come from? Well, so, um, and, and, and thanks for all that. But I do have to kind of credit my, my uh, kind of small business immigrant parents for most of what I've learned and uh, what's molded me as kind of as, as, a, as a person and as a business person in life. So my parents, um, who immigrated from Greece, ran a small convenience store. Uh, you know, it was one of the classic kind of, you know, hardworking immigrant stories. My parents worked every day for eight years running the convenience store. And my mom taught me a lot uh, about, you know, kind of how small businesses thrive and survive. Uh, so after I sold Location Labs, um, you know, I, I wanted to do something that went more back into my roots, uh, including helping out small businesses. Um, I was actually in the middle of doing a home remodel. I had a little bit more time on my hands. And what I found is when I was reaching out to these businesses, the flooring company or the guy who installs my appliances, uh, the interactions were very, very uh, awkward and poor. We were effectively exchanging voicemails with each other. And, you know, one of the things that we said was like, I hate calling a business, picking up the phone and calling and trying to solve a problem uh, when, they, when, when, you know, two thirds of the time phone calls aren't even picked up was a very cumbersome, uh, wrong process and we have tools in today's world, and not just artificial intelligence, but also text messaging and chatting uh, and other kinds of things that, that, that are better for both the consumer and for businesses. So one of the first mantras that we put on our website is that is, is people love calling a business, said no one ever. Uh, and, you know, that, that's, that's what we believe. We're, but mm -hmm. what, we, what we ended up finding is what we, what we did is we said, okay, well, let's um, help these businesses out. Let's convert their phone calls into messaging. And then we went 
and we got a bunch of pilot customers. And we said, hey, look, everybody prefers messaging. And what our business has told us is the following, which is I still have my phone number and I'm never going to get rid of that because it's the lowest common denominator way that a customer can reach me. If I'm a restaurant or I'm a retail shop or I'm a dentist's office, I need a phone number because that's how a lot of people still reach me. And you could always call my phone number. I may not have a web form for you to fill out. I may not even have a website, but I have a phone number. So what they told us, and this is where, uh, you know, we learned from these small businesses is that that phone number is still part of their life, their lifeline with their customers. But the problem is that two thirds of the time, actually the number that, that, that has been stated is 63% of times phone calls into these businesses, into these main street businesses aren't picked up. It might be because I'm a restaurant and I'm a fast casual restaurant. I'm, I'm, I'm currently serving customers, taking orders like in, in person, uh, or I might be closed. I might be a florist shop and I close at 8 p.m. and the calls are coming in at 9. So, you know, almost two thirds of the time the calls don't get answered. And they said, we, we, look, we understand this messaging thing, but can you help us deal with the fact that our, we have customers that we're missing? Uh, so the true initial genesis of the product, which was initially supposed to be helping businesses message with each, with each other, was really about rescuing inbound customers, folks that are trying to reach businesses that aren't getting through. And if you don't get through to a business, you pick up the phone, and you call another business. So that's a lost customer to me. Yes, yes. True value prop, which is we help you, you know, rescue these missed customers. And then, so if you call and you're not around, we say, hey, like press one and we'll message you back and we can process food orders for you in the case of restaurant. We can answer questions. We can help spas manage your appointments. We can take information from the florist so you can, so, so we can get back to you tomorrow morning and deliver and have your flowers uh, in, in, um, in, in ready for you. So that was what we discovered. Um, so it's a combined um, inbound people calling businesses and helping those businesses take those leads and turn them into valuable um, you know, customers. That was the, what, we, what, we, what we did initially. Are you seeing a greater percentage of the interactions being text-based versus phone calls and voicemails and that sort of thing? Or is it really all over the map and customers communicate with businesses in a wide variety of ways? So uh, I, I would say that, and, and, and it's such an evolving world as we see. Uh, most, if you, if you talk to people just in general, you know, all age categories, you know, younger might be a little different, mm -hmm. but the concept of texting a business is still a very foreign thing here in the United States and in the Western world. In China, it's not. There's a product called WeChat where every, which everybody's on, every business is on, is every, and every consumer is on. And that's a chat-based interface, and that's how you interact with businesses. There's payments built in, and that's very powerful. That, is not, that kind of a system is not, ecosystem has not been developed here in the United States. So what we see is that people are still calling businesses for now. We'll engage in text and messaging with those customers, if that if that's what if that's what they want to do, and they mostly do. Um, so we see in in um, in the case of many businesses, um, fifty percent of those calls where people would have previously called and, and hung up, we and, and that's a lost customer. We're able to rescue about fifty percent of those customers, and those are very valuable metrics for business. And when we rescue them, the interaction then will typically go into messaging. Sometimes there's some interactions that look, I just need to speak to a person. And that's fine. Um, but in our service, the owner of the business or the manager of the, of, of the particular location can text back. The artificial intelligence can answer some questions back. Um, and what we're seeing is um, the, uh, the, for our existing customers, the number of messages, interactions with customers every month is growing, uh, growing at a pretty significant rate. 
So you can imagine, you know, like, uh, you know, we, we've, we've almost doubled the number of messages from a year ago um, per business that are being sent. So if you think, for example, there's 100 messages sent per month, and that's not the number, it's just hypothetical. Um, now it's 200. Um, so they've doubled the amount of messages. So, and I think that's going to continue to grow because there's many interactions that I would just rather manage on text messaging as a consumer, and it makes it easier for the business as well to keep track of the thread. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of growth and a lot, a lot more customers now are messaging. But, you know, it's, it's, it still has a long way to go, and, 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 and the phone is still a very, an act, very active um, customer um, uh, vehicle. With that said, Tasso, it begs the question, is there some sort of an educational process when a customer communicates with a business for the very first time and Numa answers the phone? And is there some sort of an educational, we're going to talk all about personalization and branding. And I think that gives, you know, that, that sort of lends so much of a competitive advantage to what you're doing. I think that's spectacular part of the technology. I want to get into that. But let me go back to this question about educational process. If someone has never interacted with this business before, and then suddenly they go from reaching a live person on the phone to now reaching NUMA, and you know this, this process of communication will be ongoing in the future, do we let people know somehow that there are multiple ways of communicating with this business now that weren't there in place before, if that's clear? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, I'll walk you through an actual use case with... All right, uh, please do. So um, there's a sandwich shop here in Oakland called Rattos. And if you call Rattos and, um, uh, and, and they don't pick up the phone, there'll, there'll be a message that... Uh, um, they'll, they'll ask you to press one uh, to, uh, receive, to, re to receive an order. Um, so you're on the phone with them. Oh, I, I want to like place a telephone order. And they say, you know, click, if you press, if you press one, we will text you back with the ability to order. So then you press one, uh, on the phone, you get a text message back that says order. And then I click on the, and, and, and then, uh, I, I say, yes, I want to order. And then I get a link back, which is very intuitive that allows me to place, place a sandwich order. It takes me right on my phone to their web page where I can select the kind of sandwich that I want. I select it. I can pay for it here. I can pay for it in the store. And it's gonna, it says it's going to be ready for me in 20 minutes, in, in 20 minutes, for example. So that kind of an interaction is very natural for consumers. And that's what we're trying to, that, that's where, I agree. Um, where we actually see um, um, uh, a, um, the bigger challenge for our business is getting the businesses to adopt the process. I'm not saying it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's an insurmountable problem, but it's a little bit of a change because now they have one other way to process orders that they need to be cognizant of. So getting the business up and running on saying, hey, in addition to the other ways you're processing, you're, you're getting restaurant orders right now, you need to also uh, take into account this, this, this new method. That's something that, that, that has proved more of a challenge. Um, the other, the other uh, very big development that we're seeing, and we think it's going to be a, a very much a, um, a game changer is both um, Google and Apple, but especially Google uh, is offering, um, if, you're a, if you're a business and you're a message enabled business, and I Google search your business, um, the menu that comes up in the Google search result, which is typically call this business, go to their website or get directions to it, there's actually a fourth button that shows up right now, a fourth call to action button, which is message the business. So what's happening now, and this is, you know, this is, we're, we're talking about very small percentage of businesses which are, are message enabled right now. But if you kind of fast forward two, three, four, five years, 
you know, every business is going to want to be message enabled because it's another way for their customers to reach them. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine Google search results, which is how people are really looking for businesses, are now Google's going to offer you the ability to message that, 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 that business. And that's, that's, we think that's when the, 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 uh, the tipping point hits where people are like, hey, I don't call businesses anymore. I'm going to just message them because you know, Google gives me that option. So we think on the consumer side, the discovery through Google, the discovery through telephone calls, and then the, the telephone call telling you, hey, we, can, we have a better way to communicate with you via messaging, that, that, will, that, that that's, that's where consumers are, are very are happiest. All right, that's excellent. We briefly touched on the whole personalization and sort of branding so that this stays on strategy for your business or on brand, but can we dig a little deeper into that and give our audience a little better feel for how Numa's going to put the business's best foot forward for the customers that it feels like the business when they communicate with the system? Yeah, well, so, so if you think about it, uh, um, if you were to actually look at the profile, the call profile, of what bit of, of the mess of the voice calls that businesses get. So it's not just customers that are calling. Okay? It, it, it might be some, you know, somebody trying to sell them something. So trying to sell That's them right. That's right. It happens all the time in this business. I don't need to tell you that. All the time. And a lot of business, I remember like for us growing up, uh, yeah. you know, we had a convenience store and somebody would call our store. My, my, my parents would be like, it's probably somebody trying to sell something. Don't pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. and a lot of, and a lot of folks are, are you know, have, have that, you know, that, 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 that concern. So one of the things that we try and do with Numa is like, hey, we're going to allow you to like filter out phone calls that, that are not productive to you. Like, you know, hey, you're not interested in buying a new system for this or, you know, kind of buying advertising for this. You already, you already have that covered. So what happens is the only folks that are going to be seen by the business are going to be customers because uh, they're actually the ones that are going to be requesting things that are of com commercial relevance. So one of the things, just from a branding perspective from, from Numa is, hey, you have these inbounds, there's some, there, there's some signal and there's some noise, we're going to help you, at, we're going to help folks in the signal, which are your customers. And the noise we're going to filter out for you. So we're going to allow you, we're very cognizant of your time. Uh, you're a small business, you, have very, you don't have a lot of time on your hands, you want to be able to focus on providing the best quality product service, whatever that may be to your, to your customers. So you don't have time to stay on the phone while somebody's trying to sell you something. We'll filter that out. Fantastic. You know, I was on your website and you have a demo there and I'm actually going to include the link to that demo in the show notes of this episode because I thought it was very well done and it really explains what this does and how it works. And I thought it was really great because there's a young lady who wants to get her hair colored, you know, and she simply texts a photograph of what she's thinking to this hair salon saying, can you do this? And the answer was, sure, we absolutely can do that. And all of a sudden, a smile comes on her face and you get that warm, touchy-feely sense of here's an interaction that's very personal, yet they're not actually, they're, well, they're communicating, but they're not actually speaking to a live person, but it's going to drive business to that salon. I thought that was awesome. And obviously, this works with any business. It's like, it's a very personal way of communicating when you literally can't answer the phone or you don't have a person because your restaurant just closed, but you still need to communicate with your customers. So I definitely want to include that demo. Again, I thought it was great. Let's talk about the app. Now, you've got an app that will allow you to change things on the fly. And then if you're the business, you know, you can sort of prioritize and filter messages that come in and, and you can figure out who I'm going to respond to or how and all that sort of, let's, let's talk all about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so look, so your business, um, in the previous world, you would get phone calls and most people would hang up. Some people would leave voicemails. You wouldn't check voicemail for a while. If you call back that customer, typically uh, we see that 
um, over 60% of the time that people don't actually return voicemails. So it was pretty much a lost customer. Correct. Now, now somebody has called, um, if they leave a voicemail or they text you back, that information is captured. So we do a voicemail to text. So on an app right now, you're able to see somebody has called you, left a voicemail. You're actually able to, um, in a lot of cases, um, see that phone number, which has like a name attached to it. So you can see, oh, you know, it was, you know, Douglas that called me, you know, Douglas, you know, so, oh, we know, and, and you can also see, for example, that maybe this is an existing customer you've had an interaction with before. Maybe they're, maybe you're a retail shop and they have asked, asked questions of whether, you know, diesel jeans are in stock and that might be something at a conversation that you've had. So you're all, you're automatically in a very subtle, in a very kind of simple way, uh, having a customer relationship management, uh, just in a simple messaging app because, because I can see the history with this customer. You leave a voicemail that 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 gets transcribed. You can text them back. The, if if the AI understands the voicemail, they can text them back automatically. Um, you can make an appointment with them. Um, if the customer, for example, is asking for something that is uh, that that you want somebody within your department, like we see this as well with some of the larger, uh, um, bigger box of our customers, like hardware stores, for example. Let's say somebody called and asked about uh, pet pet safe paint for their decks and you know you're the store manager you don't know the answer to that question but you have uh, somebody that works in a department you have Richard who works in the paint department um, who is very knowledgeable about that so Richard would have on their mobile phone a NUMA client as well and you can assign that question to Richard so now Richard gets a notification on their phone there's a customer that has got a specific paint question that he has the specific expertise to be able to answer so now Richard is there, okay, these are, yes, we do have pet paint software, and you can take pictures, these are, the, these, are the, these are the color ranges. And then what you can do afterwards, you can say, hey, you know, today only we're having a 10% off sale, everything in the store to help lure the customer in. These are all the tools that a customer can, uh, can use to take a simple phone call with a simple question, and like the AI can answer some aspects of it, you can incorporate the right kind of person in your organization, assign the task to them, Think of it as Slack-like in, in terms of in terms of you could be including other members of your organization to communicate externally to the customer. You can use video or pictures, as you said, with like the salon sending a picture, uh, um, or, or, the, or the customer sending a picture to the salon to help the customer get the true information they're looking for. And we think what happens then is your 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 um, the, the the percentage of probability that you actually get the customer to come into your store is then higher. And you have this relationship with them that comes in a thread. So that thread means that that relationship, that, that thread is there forever. So if you ask for pet safe um, paint, you know, a year later, if you're having a sale, for example, and the customers opted in and they need to repaint the deck, they say, you know, we're having a sale on, on this. And you can, you, you can bring them back in. So it's just a better business tool to have better relationship with customers, answer their questions in a, in a deeper uh, more significant way and bring them into your into your establishment in a non you know in, in, in a non-salesy way in a very natural way that's very much our goal i love that non-salesy and authentic that is certainly obviously putting the business's best foot forward let's talk a little bit more about frequently asked questions and the artificial intelligence and how it automatically recognizes a question that comes in often or frequently, and based on a business owner or manager's response, it automatically sends that response to a similar or the same question. Is that how that works? Yeah. So there's a couple aspects of it. 
the first thing that we do is you if you're a business and you have an online profile let's say you have a young page or a google mm -hmm. you know google page and you typically have these pages um on those web pages there is in what i would call basic information about you your hours you know do you accept credit cards um you have parking uh so i mean th those kinds of basic basic questions what well, the first thing that our ai if you will does is it goes off and goes to the to the those web pages and learns about your business so information that's on there we assume you put on there because it's like questions that, that are common questions to you so questions like i said like do you have parking no no we only have street parking we can answer that those questions automatically on behalf of you so we automatically the information you've created digitally about your business we build a conversation engine around it where the ai can answer your questions and then there's other questions that start to come in specifically about your business so for example the question one question might be it's labor day are you open and that's a dynamic question because that's a, an event that you know happens once a year and some years you open some years you don't if you answer back yes we're open labor day and you've answered it back a few times this is where our, where our, the other aspect of our ai which is machine learning kicks in and says, okay, we think that you, whenever somebody asks a question about 2020 Labor Day, that you are open. Can we answer this automatically and, and, and remove this kind of headache for you to answer this question? And you click yes, and the system is now configured and answers that question automatically. I'm intrigued. Let's talk about the onboarding process. How simple is it to get up and running in your restaurant with Numa? And what's the process? Like, how long does it take and what do we do? And how long before we're comfortable using the technology? So, so um, what we what we're doing for you is we're taking and uh, you know we're taking your existing phone number, uh, which is a typically a landline number, uh, and we're making it textable, messageable. Okay, so doing that is not a difficult process at all. Um, you pretty much give us permission to do so, and we can get you up and running very, very, very quickly. Um, the uh, the, the other aspect of onboarding, which requires a little bit more work from a business, but it's work that, 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 has, that has a worthwhile investment, yes. is to configure the voice aspect. So the first thing, like, let me just step back. The first thing that I mentioned is like, you have a phone number. If somebody texts you on that phone number right now, and businesses are getting texts on the phone, those phone numbers, those messages disappear into the ether. They're gone. Okay, they, they're, they, they're, they, they vaporize. And that's a lost communication for you as a, as, as a business. When we message enable your, your 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 phone, we'll capture those messages, and you can and people can text the text your number and and, and make that happen, uh, and, and you can respond back. Now, where we see a lot of value, especially in today's world, is when someone calls you and you're not able to pick up. And some of our businesses, by the way, stop picking up their phone; they're just letting Numa handle everything. We want to integrate with your phone system, so if there's a missed call or somebody sends you a voicemail, we're able to link that missed call or voicemail into the messaging app. So for there, we need to um, integrate with your existing phone system, integrate being too strong a word. We effectively need to get your um, call forwarding set up. So we set you up with call forwarding so the messages, the, 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 the incoming phone calls get, get forwarded into NUMA and then we take it from, from there. You can still pick up the phone, you still use your phone like normal, but if you're not picking up the phone, NUMA helps you out there. So that's, that, that's the one integration point. That we, that we do from an onboarding perspective. Wow, it's incredible. Well, that's great then. It takes virtually no time. I'm hearing it doesn't require any additional hardware other than your existing computer, your tablet, existing phone lines, that sort of thing. So that's pretty simplistic. Now, you offer a very low monthly rate with no hidden charges, generally. 
And then now I believe your offer is for the next two months or so when someone signs up for NUMA, if you've been affected by this crisis, whether you're open as a business, whether you're closed as a business, you're going to honor that and offer two months of free service. Am I getting that correct? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, like our, our view is that we're not, uh, we're not looking for any kind of credit or, you know, I mean, our view is that in a well-functioning, you know, um, you know, liberal democracy, capitalist driven market, um, that, uh, the survival of that system, which, you know, I, I think is the most important kind of system to, in, in society is that business, you, you step up when there's crises like this. And for small businesses, I think it's been well-documented. This is a major crisis. It you, is for sure. You, you are living, you know, oh. month to month with your rent, which is your highest fixed mm -hmm. cost. Um, customers are unable to buy, so you have no revenue coming in. You have employees that have perhaps been loyal to you or, or, you, or you struggle to keep in many cases in today's world. And if you can't like earn a living with your business, our system is, um, is under threat. So our perspective is we have to do whatever we can and we're building tools. We're not, we're not just offering our service for free, which we think is not even a given this issue. Like this is what, this is what companies should be doing um, to help out our fellow companies because we're, because the existence of the system is dependent on that. But we're also building specific tools. Like we built a curbside pickup tool for our restaurant business or other businesses could use as well. Um, so we invested in a tool that, you know, in addition to like the free service is also meant to help businesses in the new operating procedures right now where I'm not actually physically interacting with you in my store, but you're doing curbside pickup. So you built a, built a curbside pickup feature for, for our service. And you're right, it's for two months, it might be longer. It's really a function of how long this crisis is going on. Yeah. We're a software company, so our fixed costs are our employees, but we don't have the same, and I grew up, I grew up in a small business, I know how it worked. We don't have the, uh, you know, kind of, uh, and we've raised funding and stuff, so it's a different, different scenario for us. But small businesses are very, very much affected. Their employees are immensely affected. So if we can help them operate and get revenue, which is what NUMA is trying to do right now, we want to make that as broadly available to everybody. Uh, and just use it, you know, and, and, and like, and let's, let's not worry about, um, uh, about any fees. That's fantastic, Tasso. I so appreciate your clarifying that for us. And I'm glad you brought up the curbside delivery sort of pickup um, upgrade, you might say. Um, you've added that to the system. So this technology keeps improving all the time. You keep improving the system and the product. I think that's awesome as well. We've covered a lot of ground today. Is there anything we've missed that you'd still like to talk about or explain further about NUMA? I think, I think, uh, I think we've covered a lot of ground. I think we're good. Well, I really appreciate your appearing uh, today on the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. I will offer the website. It is numahelps.com, and that's N-U-M-A, helps.com. And once again, I'm going to offer that uh, free demo link in the show notes because you got to check that out. It really explains, and it takes this conversation to the next level, really brings it to life, I think. So thanks again, Tasso, for your time. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Everyone stay well, stay healthy, and we wish you all the best of success in the weeks and you know days, weeks, and months ahead during this crisis. We're all in this together. Thank you again for tuning in. Well, Rockstars, the future remains uncertain. No one knows when the crisis will end, but it is more important now than ever to put your house in order and to do everything you can while you're idle or you've pivoted and you're spending different time in your restaurant figuring out what the systems are and how you can improve your business for greater profitability and not just to survive this crisis, but to truly succeed 
when the dust settles and we're able to reopen our businesses. If this idea intrigues you, do you know that I'm happy to offer a 30-minute consultation, absolutely complimentary, because I love talking shop with operators. I'm passionate about this business. I love helping others. The industry has been very good to me. And again, we're in this together. If you have a question, if there's something I can help you solve, please reach out to me, Roger, R-O-G-E-R, at restaurantrockstars.com. As always, we appreciate you listening. If this is helping you, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. It'll help others find us. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.